Hello and welcome to this Black Talk Radio News Brief. My name is Scotty Reed. Of course, please continue to support independent media. Make a donation today to the Black Talk Media Project, a North Carolina-based nonprofit. Today, I want to talk about propaganda, uh, media propaganda. Um, On June the 10th, I believe it was, yeah, June the 10th, I made a post to my Facebook uh, page because I was just disheartened at some of the media I'm seeing being produced by black people, by people who look like me, Um, people who are part of a group that is being oppressed and has been oppressed uh, on this land for the past 400 years plus. And it's just very disheartening to see people trying to discourage others who are out here in these streets trying to produce justice. So let me just read right quick Uh, For those who may be listening on the audio podcast, I made a post. I said, the Vietnamese used to broadcast messages to black U.S. troops telling them not to fight for racists. Today, we got people telling black people not to fight racists in any fashion. I'm sure the racists appreciate their propaganda services. It's just observation um, that I made. You know, we got people that are are talking about or proposing some radical measures to correct what's wrong in this society. And, you know, you ain't got to agree with it and, but you don't have to tear it down either. At least they trying to uh, produce justice. You know, I hear people talk about it's foolish to try to abolish the police. Police departments have already been abolished in the United States. Okay. And so I don't think that anybody during, let's say, 1850, in the year 1850 in the United States, I don't think any free black people was talking about, oh, we need these slave catchers to keep us safe. You know, they got to catch those slaves that's going to run away from their plantations. Oh, they must be mentally ill or something. So we got to support the slave catchers. We don't want to abolish the slave patrols. And I'm sure that didn't happen. I'm sure the white people who would attack them slave uh, catchers uh, who were uh, operating under the Fugitive Slave Act. I've read about even white people who are abolitionists attacking, uh, even killing slave catchers who would come up north and try to kidnap a black person and take them back into slavery down south. So, you know, I mentioned Vietnam. So I was on uh, Netflix today and Spike Lee has a film that has come out on Netflix right now. It's number three, I believe, in the United States. It's called The Five Bloods. And so I was just watching some of the preview scenes. And then what what do you know? The very thing I was talking about is depicted in this film. The film is about these black uh, former U.S. Army soldiers who went back to Vietnam to find the body of one of their fallen comrades and also some gold that they had hid. So that's the setting of this video, but it's a scene in that video that depicts just what I was talking about because it's part of real history. So let's watch that video now of propaganda in Vietnam that was being targeted towards black soldiers. Black In Memphis, Tennessee, a white man assassinated Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. King, 
also opposed the U.S. war in Vietnam. Lachiai, your government sent 600,000 troops to crush the rebellion. The sole sister and sole brothers are enraged in over 122 cities. They killed them. Why you fight against us? So far away from where you are needed. And so that, that was a scene from The Five Bloods. Again, that's on Netflix. It's a Spike Lee production. And she was right. She was right. You know, I had a, my father fought in Vietnam. He volunteered to go so they wouldn't take his little brother um, who had been drafted. So he volunteered to go in his place. Um, one of my uncles also fought in, in Vietnam. My uh, uncle Boyd. Uh, was an MP soldier in Vietnam, um, and a number of my other cousins, um, distant cousins, were also in Vietnam. They were sending a lot of us, drafting a lot of us to Vietnam. You know, I don't criticize anybody the way anybody struggles against a very evil and wicked system. I don't, Martin Luther King said, rioting is the voice of the unheard because you've ignored these problems for so long, people are going to burn it down. And so, you know, I hear people um, talking about what I'm going to call respectability prop, uh, politics. Rioting is showing a lack of self-respect. Give me a give me a freaking break. You know, um, I didn't hear anybody tell me when I was 21, uh, 20 years old and looking for some college money. And I figured the best way for me to do that without going into debt was to join the US military. Nobody told me, hey, as a black person, you join the US military shows a lack of self-respect. They go around spreading white supremacy, killing non-white people, stealing their resources all over the world. I ain't never heard them say anything of the sort, okay? And then talking about, oh, white people got guns and, and so what? Black people got guns, but you know what? People die during struggles. If, if you can't, you know, understand that, it's like Frederick Douglass said, people want change, but they don't want the things that it takes to bring about that change. He said that there's no struggle, there's no progress. He said the struggle may be a moral one, the struggle may be um, a spirit, I mean, excuse me, a physical one, but there must be struggle. And so I see all these people in the streets making demands and some of those demands being met, but yet we got black propagandists making media devaluing what these people in the streets are doing. I ain't got a problem with anybody burning down Massa's house, okay? Malcolm X talked about the field slave and the house slave. And although I think house slaves or victims of slavery got a bad rap. Um, his his analogy is true. He said the house slave, the house catch on fire. He trying to put it out. Okay, he trying to stop the field. The field slaves out there praying for a strong wind to burn it down. I don't encourage people to go out here and burn down no businesses. But you know what? I'm also not going to condemn them from burning down a target or any of these uh, um, um, corporations that use prison slave labor, that exploit labor and pay people slave wages overseas. And then they jack up the prices and sell it, sell these overpriced goods 
to us. You want to know why somebody loots? Well, that's because of the great wealth and inequality. It ain't because they got a lack of self-respect. It's because they trying to survive, whether they they need those things for themselves or whether they're going to sell them on the street so that they can make their rent. You know, a lot of people are, are very, very poor in this country. And that the gap between the rich and the poor, the haves and the have-nots, is at its greatest point at any time in U.S. history. Well, guess what stops that looting? People who have jobs with living wages, who have affordable housing, who have health care, who have affordable transportation, and getting their basic needs met. Okay? So I just want people to think before they speak. What am I doing? Am I helping or am I hurting? Whose side am I on? Or am I just this neutral observer? But most of my observations are belittling or devaluing those out there struggling, like Frederick Douglass said, you must do in order to bring about change. All right. So those are my thoughts on, on that. I believe in free speech. Say what you want to say. You said what you said. I said what I said. And with that, peace and blessings to all.